fun. No, I'm glad to have you have fun when you come with us. A little more relaxed, you know. We don't have the the elaborate setup like a lot of the spots you go to nowadays. Yeah, right with the uh, automated uh, TV cameras that yeah. just move, hover around, like in the <laughs> all those jibs. They float and they float around the room, and the mics that appear and disappear and all that. <laughs> yeah, man. One yeah. day, you never know, man. One day. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You never know. <laughs> never know, man. We'll see where this goes. A ver. Yeah. Small beginnings, but big, big dreams. Oh, all good. Cool, man. All good. Well, no, thanks for making time, dude. Definitely. And Walter's joining us, too. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <coughs> awesome. See you again, brother. Eh, te, te, nos habíamos perdido. Te habías perdido, ¿verdad? <laughs> sí. Un poco. Yeah. Un poco. Always. When I'm not lost, right? I am. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm lost in a Lost in a different fashion. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I figure so tonight, like I told you guys earlier, we just text Hector more like catch up with you, right? It's been about been a while since we talked since the last time we, we chatted was we yeah. know, real, like months ago. We had the whole like round table with the migrant caravan. And I figured yeah, be a little yeah. a, a little more relaxed, yeah. you know, was just kind of talking out, maybe uh, talk about your trip to L.A. And you did, you know, and kind of where you're going with. Uh, the latest book. I know it's coming right. at the end of the year, uh, and kind of Latino Comic Con, and kind of go from there. Yeah, what we can expect, yeah. and and just chat. Yeah. You know, as I'm saying, you know, oh yeah, it's it's a lot going on for you, and and you know, hey, I'm glad that we're kind of making this a, a kind of repeat thing. You know, it's kind of fun. Oh yeah, so, man, of course. You know, and it's uh, it's always very positive. You know, positive, awesome talks. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, I know you like. Like at the end of the day, your time, man, is your time, right? Your family could have you right now. Your wife could probably have you right now, and you're like in the office. Uh, you know? oh, good. <laughs> they, they, they probably don't want you right now. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog has the dog. Okay. Yeah. No, we we just finished Stranger Things, so they get last night. Oh so. damn! Yeah, I'm only binged it, binged it, or what? Yeah, uh, we tried, man. I mean, yeah. what like a couple of night, yeah. two, three a night. Because I'm doing, I'm an episode. I want to say three of the new season, three or four. Yeah. So I'm like yeah, right yeah. there when things are getting really good. Yeah. So, yeah, interested in that. No, doing... I love it, man. Call back to, you know, growing up in the border of the, remember as a kid going to the VHS. You know, because I'm, you know, I was born in 82, so I caught the very end of it. It's been night and I told, like, tell my wife, you know, cool thing about living in the border is that you go to, you know, you go across, you know, Still, you know, I don't want to say that the feelings like the eighties are still alive in, in 1990, 91. You know, I oh, would think, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's still a lot of, um, you know, syndicated shows still going on, right? Yeah. You know, movies um, too. You know, in my like I said, you know, my my godmother owned a uh, video store, so I had I was I was blessed to have that access to all those, all that great stuff. I, I love it, man. Like how we can appreciate. We were in a time. We we're in that. I, I don't know. I told my son, like, oh, you missed out on the headache of the freaking having to rewind the cassette. Yeah. You know, like yeah. the the headache of se te, mm-hmm. se te jodió el, uh, the film. You know, like se te, mm-hmm. se todo that I, or yeah. having to me having to discover what tracking on a VHS uh, yeah. machine did, <laughs> yeah. you know? What was like, that anyway? I, I remember I would fuck around with it, but what, what what was tracking? What did it mean? It was uh, the lens. Like, so inside the VC, VHS player, uh-uh. it has a lens, right? Someone like, it's, it's spinning a spool. 
and you would track it where it would move that along the line to find like a better angle for the picture. So if the if the film was uh, damaged or or old or whatever, you would that would move along it and kind of find a better like angle to like oh, catch that. Yeah, that was tracking. Interesting. And I just remember they used to charge if you didn't rewind them, right? They used to charge if you didn't rewind it. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. But it was true. It was like, be kind no, of. No, it's not stupid. It's understandable because somebody had to, whoever was working. Because yeah. I remember a couple of times yeah. you would show up to the counter, uh -huh. and, and behind the, the counter, some guy had like little race cars. Like, yeah. Little race cars that were just, <laughs> just to rewind. Because, <laughs> you know? It was a pain, man. If you rented a movie and it was it it was you see the credits rolling, you're, you're like, ah, like, oh, oh. come on. Right? Yeah. <laughs> or hey, or someone put it and didn't finish the movie, but you put it oh. in and it's like the ending. You're like, what the hell? And what like, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or if it was a really long movie like Titanic, you'd be yeah. like, oh, sit there oh. for fucking ever to rewind it. But I remember that those were. I told my kid you didn't have to suffer for it. Like he'll watch and and, and they charged and they charged like a certain amount for like a one day or two day, but then they charged like a certain amount for like a whole week or something. <laughs> like why would you need it? Like yeah, right. you don't need it for a whole week, but it was mostly because you you know you forget you were you gonna forget, forget your tournament. Yeah, I mean, no. those those late fees coming in. My dad coming like what? The? I what do you mean twenty five dollar one? For that? Oh gosh. ¿Qué onda, primos y primas? And welcome to My Primos Podcast, uh, the number one Texas-based Salvadoreña hosted podcast in the internet. Uh, with me tonight... Niche. 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 Very niche. <laughs> you got to find our audience, man. Number one in that specific niche. Uh, right? Right? And uh, tonight with me, I have, as usual, my primo and yours, el Chicume, el primo Walter. Say what's up, Walter. ¿Cómo están? ¿Cómo están? Buenas noches. And also, we have a returning guest, kind of like a, uh, someone we enjoy having conversations with and that bless us with their time, uh, Mr. Hector Rodriguez, creator of El Peso Hero and running uh, Rio Bravo Comics. And the whole, I mean, empire going on there, man. You got a lot going on. Oh, brother, it's cool. I mean, it's a collaborative effort, you know. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me here on board. Otra vez. Otra vez, primo. Noches, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, man. We're here having fun. We're we're catching up, and I don't know if I'll leave it in the in the show. I may, I may. We 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 had a Just little. Just leave it. I liked it. It was a very. <laughs> have a little run lane. run down memory lane about VHS tapes and having to pay to rewind <laughs> them and and yeah. that headache and uh, but still nostalgia, you know, comes in comes in. Some things the things we used to hate, we end up right. going back to them and going, damn, I missed that. I missed man, that. right. I missed. That. <laughs> it's. It, I think it's a lot to do with like effort you know i'm a big thing in like things that take effort has a great payoff right right yeah and, and so even though it was a headache to have to go to the video store wait to see if the tape was still there because someone had rented it before yeah and then when you got your hands on it you had to go home rewind it and then put it in there wait like you couldn't really fast forward or skip a scene you know you had to kind of <laughs> let it play <laughs> it paid off though you enjoyed your movie your time and then you know, if it damn. wasn't if it wasn't scratched <laughs> well it's also before if, if it wasn't but dvds that was later on you know after the vhs yeah. 
but I was just a, a little bit of housekeeping here, guys. So I know that you can, of course, follow us all over social media at My Primos Podcast. Email us at MyPrimosPodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, you can find us on Spotify, Google, and any streaming services around the globe. Uh, just uh, put that out there for you guys because a lot of you have hit us up. We'd really, really appreciate it. And just kind of keep you in the loop with the show. And uh, just want to catch up, guys. You know, big news, of course. I don't know if you know this, Hector. But my primo right here, he's going to be a father soon. Oh, felicidades. Yeah. World-changing event. God, everybody's saying that from, from, <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the Thanos snap, man. Never yeah, the see, same it's, again. No, en serio. It is, my brother. I mean, it, it, uh, rumors are true. Yeah, rumors are true. <laughs> <laughs> well, coinc- well, coincidentally, just, uh, uh, I guess I'll start, like, uh, right before this, uh, there's this program that, that me and I there do are participating. It's called Healthy Families, Travis County. And somebody comes and talks to you like either, like right now they're coming every week or every other week depending on how your schedule is. And they come to you and talk, especially if you're a new parent, and they come and talk to you about child development, what to expect and all that stuff. And they give you like free things here and there too. And they leave you DVDs. We had to go hunt for a DVD player wow. so we can play the DVDs and watch them because laptops don't have DVD players anymore either, right? Yeah, um, old. So, yeah, we're <laughs> old. So then um, don't leave material like that. And, and it's a cool program because um, I'm sure different counties and cities offer some, something similar. But at least I like it because they follow, they track you. And then once the once the baby is born, I think they track you for another three years, and they'll kind of check the child's development and kind of like uh, I don't know, they'll like probably like talk to it and you know it, and and see if the if the kid is responding properly, right? I imagine. Um, is it and so it's like incentivized learning, right? More like hey, we'll teach you the steps to better child development, I guess. Because when when I was younger and I was starting out, I had WIC. Right, I go get WIC, which yeah, is where yeah. you know you get you know food, you know. No, this has nothing to do. No, no, no. But I, uh-huh. I, I got you right. But I'm, I'm, I'm gonna correlating. I'm connecting the dots for you. Uh-huh. Like they used to give us classes at the same time. They would oh, give us God. classes about uh, nutrition, certain things that are good or bad. You know how to watch your diet and what the baby should be oh, eating. Yeah. Their weight, they weigh them, do all this. On top of okay, well here's and I think it was a lot of like propaganda because they're like. It's not propaganda, but they were really more so like, hey, listen, uh, you know, this powdered milk and stuff we're going to give you, it's not really good. You really want to stick to breastfeeding and, you know, these other items here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's cool. I get it. At the same time, well, I appreciate that, but I really need your vegetables and your powdered milk. <laughs> so, so <laughs> you know, I appreciate that. But no, I, I guess uh, it's helpful, right? You know, my... Well, I, yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and um you have to kind of qualify for it but then depending on your background too like what you know uh you know my background stanley but like it's depending on your background yeah because it's it's important and they they it's like i think it's very it's very not that i don't need it i definitely find it helpful but i think it's way more uh vi- very useful for like you know young parents that you know, very unstable home, you know, situation where they're here one week and gone the next, you know, in terms of, you know, stability in their life. But it's cool. Anyways, like, if you're having a kid or something, look for some stuff like that. There's a lot of resources. 
I just last week went to a baby CPR class and they teach it and they teach you how to properly do perform CPR on a baby and then after that we got a bit a free fucking car seat. Oh wow. Yeah. Like, how much is like how much is that? How much does a car seat cost? A couple hundred bucks yeah. maybe? Yeah. Exactly. They're for free, like so they do a lot of stuff like that, so Oh, that's yeah. great. There's a lot that's of resources, awesome. so Hector, awesome. like we always try to last time last episode, uh, which should be live by the time this, is, this comes out. We Walter had me and another friend of his kind of give him some tips or some advice or whatever. But I like to go back to when I first started and like the the mistakes I made as a guy, you know, starting out as a baby with a baby. Like my wife would leave me alone with a kid, and I would kind of run into a panic because I'm like I'm not used to taking care of a little life. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I don't know about you, but for me, I remember like, what stands out. It's a funny like frustration moment or whatever like my son james was a baby and we had i guess mal acostumbrado to have yeah. the chupon like the pacifier yeah. oh, okay and it was just a hey, honestly we we fucked up because yeah. it's so easy well yeah i mean yeah it's easy right? just give it's them the just... thing chupon they're like yeah they're, they're, they're fucking happy they're content yeah oh yeah so if they lose it oh it's oh hell dude hell breaks <laughs> fucking loose and I remember one time, like, it was, I had gotten into the habit of, okay, fuck it, I'll go to Walmart and buy another one. I'll go to Walmart and buy another one. I'll go to Walmart yeah. and buy another one. And I would, I would do that. Either they would chew it up or he'd lose it or something. And I remember one night I came home from work. My wife was tired and he wouldn't stop crying. We lost the chupon. I opened the window. No, I found it. And then I looked at it and I go, you know what? I grabbed, opened the window and I tossed it out the window and I said, fuck it that's it no more chupones i'm done chill toda la noche but then the next night he didn't need it anymore so yeah. you get my one thing i can tell you my experience like i remember that moment hopefully it helps you but it's one of those like oh shit moments okay you kind of fall into that yeah, she she did tell us that uh, actually right now she was telling us about uh because it's like qualified personnel that come to visit you and, and, and it's cool because they keep the same person so that way you don't, you know, it's a consistency. But she was talking about how, like, at 18, uh, like, two years or less than that, like, because if you, if you don't take it away, they fucks up their teeth and caries and I don't know, I don't know, like, yeah, yeah. Teeth, like, so. What about you, Hector? What's something that comes to mind, man, when you were first had your kiddo and you kind of oh man see i remember i dropped some knowledge on my (laughs) ass right now luckily i was a night owl right and so oh okay i mean i got some i guess my fondest memories was you know waking up you know taking the night shift at two three in the morning and then had her up and so you know i kind of adjusted myself you know i had my game my ps4 yeah you know controller there she (laughs) right there you know we're just chilling yeah you figured it out i see uh, you know and and so you know you you develop a system yeah. you know but um at man showing up at work todo you know just like that <laughs> and, and people would notice like hey shit hector you look like crap uh <laughs> hey you know first you know but uh but this, i mean i you, you you do what you need to do man yeah. it's it's and it's funny because it doesn't it's not like work you know it's like oh shit you know yeah. you just do it you know, just like, boom, you're on. You're like, all right. There's no you know? like, uh, there's no one watching over your shoulder, but yourself, I guess. You're kind of like, yeah. Okay, there is nobody else. This is me, a huevo. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah. it. and you just do it because. Yeah. That's when you start developing that tenace, you know, that that father, yeah. I guess, that parent yeah. in you. You know, you just 
thousands of years of you know evolution right. or past genetics, whatever, you kind of get okay. Yeah. This yeah. this calms them down. But yeah, I don't know, man. Cool. We'll see how that. Goes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know. I'll no, definitely need, need the advice. No, guys. Uh, well, one thing I wanted to bring up because I think a while back we talked about it kind of briefly, right? We never really brought it up again. But recently, with the debates that have been going on, you know, the yeah. see everything that happened recently as well. Um, I want to bring up this. I read an article on CNN, and I thought it'd be really cool to kind of bring this one topic up, and that way get your thoughts. Everybody kind of just chime in, you know. No, yeah. no real prep. It's just more sort of, hey, you know, what are your thoughts yeah. on this? So let me get that for us here. All right. So do you guys do you guys do you guys remember the not the little spat between Julian Castro and Beto O'Rourke? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. So, those of you that are not familiar, uh, I really advise you to go watch the clips all over YouTube. But really, it just comes down to. And just for those that don't know, uh, Beto, what what he's from El Paso, right? He was a uh, he's a El Paso representative, right? Congressman. Yeah. And he previously ran uh, to uh, dethrone. Como se llama este que parece cara de vampiro from the Adam family? Or oh, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Yeah, Ted Cruz. Yeah, yeah. And then Julian Castro, he was the former HUD under Obama and yeah. from San Antonio. Yeah. So, and he has a twin, by the way. So. Yeah. But yeah. Hmm. You know, crazy thing about twins, it's I know it's 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 almost like someone told me this. I should have mentioned it last episode because we had a twin. On yeah. That yeah. they share the same exact DNA and same fingerprints. So if they so identical, well, identical. Yeah. so obviously, so if they commit a crime, identical twins, they have the yeah. same. Same fingerprints. I don't know. Just something that so you they're, always... they're murderers. They're, they're serial killers. <laughs> you never know, man. You never know. You know, paternity test. It wasn't me. It was him. You, you can't tell. <laughs> kind of family you in, right? But with uh, the whole thing with Castro and O'Rourke is regarding the um, the anti immigration law. What is it specifically? The section within um, the Immigration Nationality Act, pretty much making crossing the border a federal crime. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. that's the one snippet that he's kind of really focusing on and wants to rewrite the whole uh, yeah. process to kind of dumb it down. I don't want to overthink it, but just that one section, you know, how we have two two ideologies regarding this. Me and my wife today talked about this. You know, she has her belief, I have my belief on it, and they're not always the same. And what it is is pretty much trying to not make it a federal thing. More of us, he, he's saying, why incarcerate somebody, which then separates families, and instead, which just deport them and keep them together. And just to kind of throw it out there to the group, what what side do you sit on this, or what are your thoughts in general? You don't have to pick a side, but just kind of what do you think about this little just dialogue between these two yeah. potential runners? Good. I mean, for for me, I believe that uh, you know having that dialogue is it. I mean, it's a start. I mean, you know, there's so. I mean, it's just frustrating that uh, they're just having. You know, it's like in order to, prog- I mean, this stuff should have happened 10, 15 years ago, you know, Shit, of course, yeah, there's yeah. conversations, you know, yeah. and, and, uh, and, and it's in with the uh, refugees, you know, situation, it, it just overcomplicates it. And, yeah, it, and it's just horrendous. And I feel that, yeah, there needs to be reform, obviously. Uh, I mean, it needs to be balanced, and so yeah, I can understand, you know, the border security, and you know, having a country with, you know, having a, a balance, um, but also not lose its humanity. I agree with you because 
the law was written back in the late 20s okay and it's kind of like settling up with even okay let me slow down because i, I want to want to get lost in the weeds of it but it was written back in the 20s kind of like steamrolled in with real racial tendencies behind yeah. it okay it was hands down what uh, okay so break it down because i'm kind of getting lost here so the law or because from what i recall it was a misdemeanor no 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 illegal so mm -hmm. it's a federal it's it's you're decriminalizing it right now it's a federal okay it's it's a no I mean, but i i heard that they recently changed it from a misdemeanor to a crime and once you do that then you know we're gonna kick out only the criminals and yeah you're gonna kick everybody out <laughs> motherfucker like <laughs> that, that's the so. wishful thinking right like oh yeah, yeah like, just pick and choose but that, that's not the case what it is is that let me gonna give you maybe look up the actual here we go it's a federal crime still at this point so it's called it's section 1325 of the title eight of the u.s code so definitely go check it out go really read it if you want to know more details again we are not like professionals on this i'm just really taking p bits and pieces but really what it comes down to is that entering the united states at any time or place other than a designated in by immigration officers is a federal crime mm -hmm. so unless you're entering through a proper channel it's a federal crime that's what it is right now yeah, but pero lo que están haciendo ahorita es que by law here in the United States, you can come to the border, seek asylum, turn yourselves to the authorities and follow the process. And that's what everybody's trying to do. But then han estado cerrando los puentes y todo eso y la gente se desespera y, y, yeah. y se avientan yeah. por el río. And then you have that situation uh, from the, that dad with the, the dad with the daughter. The daughter that, that down. But so that was fucked up, man. It that is, but here, here, here's the difference, no, right? Oh, yeah. If yeah. they were to... Okay. The que se van a cruzar, se van a cruzar the frustration, uh -huh. right? Would you prefer it to, okay, hey, you cross the border, it's illegal. Let's, let's incarcerate you and keep you in the cages and separate you from your family. Or, okay, it's illegal to stop you on the bus and bring you back to Tijuana and drop you off with your family. There's a big difference well, there. There's a well, deportation to both. it. And they're, they're doing both right now because they're also having people stay and wait on the other side in Mexico to get their their cases processed so in the meantime they're just staying there and letting people fend for themselves in Mexico you know like yeah. uh, so it's way like it's really fucking complicated no, it is complicated but what I'm trying to get to is at the end of the day I, the law itself needs to be changed like you know Hector says this should have been brought up 15 years ago but it almost brings me back to the whole like Jim Crow laws you know like those laws that even in like there's some there's still some of those laws that are still in Louisiana there are still laws in the prison system that you know are, are used to really twist and, and really hurt people of, of yeah um, you know it just those shit still exist today which are fucked up but I think that my conversation with my wife today was should should sovereignty sovereignty I guess mm -hmm. still be upheld if we're allowing borders to no longer have an illegal crossing you know, some 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 countries allow you to cross in and out. Like uh, I forget, I think South America. Some of the countries let you travel freely as you go, and it's not a crime. It's not necessary to have visas to travel between countries. But in this scenario, we have people even coming as far as you know Africa, going to Central America or South America to make the migration up to Tijuana to try to get in. Yeah. So it's it's because some countries are allowing passage, 
And I know that AMLO was talking recently about trying to allow a lot of people to apply for Mexican kind of uh, visas and to be able to stay in Mexico and kind of work it out with them there as opposed to having to push into the United States. But the bottom line is like what happened between these two candidates, it really brought up a question here is that are we going to lose sovereignty or do we lose something in allowing just free, no border, like no, no real border? I think there's a huge lack of effort to solve the issue and there's a huge lack of creativity, mm, yeah. right, of, of problem solving, you know, and yes, I mean, they're having, they're having the conversation. Yeah, I mean, there's, there, sh there should be, there's a way to have, to have sovereignty at the same time as well. Have, to have a humane uh, pro process, I mean, just, you know, it's it, it just that, I mean, one one side is so dead centered of not having anybody in, regardless of situation. Yep. That's I think that's that's, that's the main issue there. Yeah. So, like Kector was saying, I think that's the issue. They just don't want to give an inch because yeah. one, this cri this crisis is, is if you think about it, it's manufactured. Oh, yeah. They're 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 plugged. They're stopping people at the border, and no más para que se amontone la gente, se desespere y pase todo esto. When all these people, the majority, and it's like not, and when you say these people, it's us. Like, it's not one generation ago, our parents were doing the same damn thing. And most of these people that come, you know, most of our people that come, they come here with un primo, prima, tío, tía, papá, mamá, that is actually has a room for them or a roof yeah. to put them under. So they can just come in, yeah. seek asylum, give them paperwork. Process yeah. them, get their fingerprints, uh, put a fucking ankle monitor if you want, you know, but then let them go to their destination yeah. to be with their family, then come court time, go through the process. Like, yeah. all yeah. this is fucking, to me, if just manage Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, they're going to put, they're going to go, they have, they're going to work. I mean, it's like, yeah. they're going to be. I, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, what do you think they're going to be doing? You like, know, yeah. I don't know who was, my, my wife, again, we're talking about it today because this is kind of why I was in the forefront for me. She watched some Facebook video, and I gotta find it. I'll probably I'll probably look for it and I'll post it. But she said that it was a like a quick skit of people like on a on a bus, and they're like, "Oh man, I can't wait to get to America." You know, when I get there, I'm gonna work. One girl's like, "Oh, I can't wait to. What are you gonna do when you get there? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a job. I'm gonna do this and that." And eventually, it comes around to, and it's supposed to be comedic, but guy goes, "Oh, I'm gonna go take all their jobs." I'm gonna take all their jobs. Uh, it's the guy from. I the guy oh. from Alter Latino. Yes, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, skit it's a pretty, pretty funny. That shit was I'm funny. Voter fraud. Yeah, I'm gonna commit voter fraud. You know, I'm hey, I'm Mexican. They're, like they I wanna take all their me. jobs, and yeah. then I'm gonna be lazy. How does yeah. that work? I'm gonna use it's all like, the system. I'm it's gonna like take, uh, <laughs> that one cat, that cat shorting that. Shortingbro's equation cat that both alive and dead at the same time. Yeah. Like you can't have both, motherfucker. Like. <laughs> Like it's I don't know it's like it's comical at the end the reasons that they give, um, pero because it's, like it's go, because it's yeah. ridiculous to still think that way. Yeah, that's the 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 the, the, the fucking twist uh -huh. in the comedy. It's like this is ridiculous, right? Yeah, people still yeah, and, and, like, and like uh, Hector was saying earlier, like I don't see how it affects sovereignty at all. Like nobody, you know, nobody's saying he, you know, like. I mean, it is, I, ideologically speaking, it is fucked up that uh, money, products, animals, butterflies, bats, 
anything can cross the border, but we, you know, people can't, right? <laughs> so that's a whole different thing, right? Like, yeah. Hey, man, true, right? Bana- hey, bananas have more rights than yeah, we exactly, do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Neta. Neta, del, neta de este planeta. Neta del planeta. Pero um, if you think about it, where are those laws being targeted? At the border. At the southern border. They're not being targeted up north. They're not being targeted... Uh, for people that overstay their visas that come from Europe and all over the world, you know? Yeah, um, So it's a very targeted, like you said, Jim Crow, like very targeted to specific, you know, people, us. So, you know, and to, end, to kind of, you know, and this is going to be something that we talk about, of course, like you said, Hector, but we got to have those conversations, right? Why not talk about them? You know, if you listen to the show, we know we try to at least sprinkle a little bit of truth into into things. And we're not, yeah, yeah. you know, is this, this is what it's supposed to be like. You know, like if you can't have these conversations with family, with primos, you know, like we're doing now, like then how are you ever going to make a change? You know, and it's just something to keep in mind, guys. You know, do your research, read up on it. Keep your ears open, your eyes open for the trust me. 2020 is here. Yeah, because they're gonna start looking here. for our votes. His pandering. Everybody's His pandering. trying to talk. Everybody's trying to talk Spanish to us, like and they're I like, like, "Hey, al rato van a decir like uno de los de los de los que está corriendo para presidente, hey Magel, which is like very Salvadorian, Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see what 2020 comes. How do you feel about that, Hector? Like the fact that all of a sudden. I mean, not to take away that they make the effort to learn the language, right? To to be bilingual themselves, yeah, even though a lot of them don't need to. Pero, I don't know. Well, like, how do you feel about that? What was it with Mitt Romney saying he was born? Verdad, te acuerdas? Yeah, I recuerdo. Yeah. Yeah, right. Mitt Romney, <laughs> like back. You know, and it's. I mean, it, the history's been there, man. You know, it. You know, there's some only been some few candidates that really tried to. Uh-huh. Make mints. I mean, uh, Robert Kennedy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, huge man. Yeah, uh, you, but I think we're gonna see more of it. Um, and, and, I mean, and you know, Latinos, you know, they 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 can cut through the bullshit. You know, we can see it. I mean, verdad? Yeah, we know so it, they're catering to me. And to be real with you, like I know plenty of people that go good. I like this time because now I'm I'm a nice guy. Now I'm not a bad hombre. You know, now I'm uh, now. Oh, now you want my vote. And they kind of like yeah. the attention. But then I kind of flip it and I go, motherfucker, you should have been paying attention the whole time. You know, yeah. like why right now? Like at the local level, right? At yeah. your, your municipal yeah. level. Like oh, that's where it really impacts you. Not yep. just the presidential election. But that's when shit really matters. Your city council, your school board, all those things matter, dude. Like, and people kind of ignore it, and it really is a huge chip on my shoulder when it comes, especially yeah. Latino community, younger Latinos that are younger than I am. They just kind of go, eh. and I go, "Fuck, man!" Here we're having this conversation every time, you know. But uh, hopefully, primos listening, you react and don't let this shit happen again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I can just try, try to transition from this, this the, the cataclysmic events that are going on here still to go. But Hector, dude, you mentioned it. I know it, but you're like a big, big, huge. And I see the poster back there. Godzilla. Oh. 
Yeah, man. I've always been a huge uh, Chief fan. So I, I, I mention it because I follow you online. Of course, we should follow you, you know, on your Instagram. And it's, it's what's your Instagram? It's at l underscore peso hero. Yeah, right. And so right. I, I follow right. your stories on there, and you went to LA. Right. And tell us about your LA trip. Why did you go to LA, and what did you get to do? Well, uh, I was. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, it was uh, my uh, second Godzilla premiere. So, it, and this one was. I mean, for the you know Godzilla yeah. King of the Monsters, you know, it was it was an awesome experience, man. I mean, uh, uh, you know, it, you get to mingle with the director. We saw you know Gary at the words yeah. from Godzilla, you know, and uh, Millie Brown from Stranger Things. She was around, and, you know, and, yeah, and the biggest we 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 nerded out for Ken Watanabe, <laughs> you know. But you're, when you're like around, you don't want to be that guy. Like, hey, man. Yeah, you know, take it. You know, take it. Like, why they want you know? You want to be that guy? Like, hey, hey. You know what? It would have been awesome if you were if you were in all like the 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 shots randomly behind people, like photobombing them. Like, I know him. I know that guy. Like that'd be yeah, yeah. But it was experience. Yeah, it was great. You know, in the beginning they had a like a they they have a a pre party. You know, usually have an after party. So the pre party was it was like. All you know, food, open bar, drinks. You know, they had a show, and it was solid. You get to mingle and talk, and you know. Uh, and then uh, we went to the premiere, and um, director made a, you know had a had his speech, and so and and it's cool because you know it's like we're sitting there, and and um, you know got hooked up with some awesome seats, you know. And I look behind me, and, and like some of the stars were like there, way in the back. I'm like, you guys should be up. You know, it's like I feel like shit because we should. <laughs> Betrayed, you know, we like you know, Watanabe is like sitting in the aisle, like waving, like, dude, oh, man, he's my, you yeah. know, but, uh, you know, I'll I tell you this, um, since I, I haven't, I've been holding out, um, uh, on having this conversation, you know, mm-hmm. I've been holding out, uh, and I'll, I'll give you guys an, ex- an ex- exclusive <gasps> Peso Hero Godzilla crossover. Well, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> No, Peso Hero. Uh, Versus the monster. No, inside the Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla yeah, or something. Like that. Giant Mecha. What do you no, got, Hector? You're teasing me now, man. No, uh, currently uh, the uh, Peso Hero feature is in pre development. <gasps> Ooh. And I so, mean, kind of hush hush, not too much out yeah, there yet. Yeah, you know, there's some things I'm not able to talk about. Sure. You know, and uh, we, we, no, we got some. Uh, uh, key, awesome key players. I mean, I, I wish I could say, it's, oh it, gosh, it, I mean, just it's just nah, enough. It's, it's just time, enough man. to know man. that something is coming, man. Because I am excited. Yeah. Like I, I'm a fan of your work. I'm a fan of uh, representation. And dude, that's dope. Get you out there, you know? Yeah, and uh, and so that's one of the things I was up there. You know, actually, the main thing is to uh, talk to the folks at Mucho Mas Media. Yeah, they're they're uh, part of the uh, production people you sure. know uh, spearheading uh javier chapa from mucho mas eh, from el paso yeah uh latino you know and so uh, making waves in hollywood I mean, and so uh, that that right now i mean correct me if i'm wrong i mean like we talked about it before how in the media we're trying to we're making space we're making room i mean right now with things how i i, I think i tweeted or and i pushed out that story from um Seis Manos, those, 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 yeah, Seis Manos. Yeah. That was cool. Like they're out of Austin, the powerhouse yeah, animation, the RTX, yeah. and you know the, the all Latino, you know, animation, and they're yeah. all martial artists, and kind of yeah, it looks and tight. Looks 
good like good music yeah. they speak spanish it's great and i even thought to myself like man like hector like where's where's that netflix meeting gonna happen you know what i mean <laughs> and but have you seen at least kind of dabbling in that scene and you've been out there you've been putting yourself out there you've been in the media yourself a lot are you seeing it a little more accepting to, to well, have inclusion? you know there's always been you know there's been talks you know and i can say that you know there yeah. was one with uh, vice media that i was in cotton conversation last october you know and uh and then recently, uh, with some uh, folks from um, Mexico and Colombia, some uh, some uh, executives, you know, and so we had a conversation, and all of us, you know, so we went on a Skype meeting, and yeah. Uh, but you know, it's just that it's that hunger, you know, for that content, you know, and not also that, but somebody that is a positive representation, somebody that's uh, relevant, and so um, we'll see. I mean, it's uh, it's a pre-development. I, I've gone through. Uh, couple of treatments already uh the story looks great i mean it's 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 gonna be awesome uh you know and it's and i say pre development because you never know what's gonna yeah, happen yeah, right yeah, and so yeah. um hopefully um there there'll be some more uh, official i mean actually some uh, great official uh news from big announcement gotcha, so you gotcha, know with gotcha. that with names it told us so you know things that are that are that's cool holding I mean, i'm not i'm not I mean, thank you i'm not gonna pull try to pull anything from you you know we're good i respect that i'm excited i'm a fan like i said yeah we talked about that anticipation that build you know i'm excited right. for it because I'm, I'm a fan i'm waiting issue, for yeah. i'm waiting for issue 10 so you know <laughs> yeah. like i'm, I'm a yeah fan. man it's like yeah it's gonna be awesome and with um that book man i it's going to be a focusing on a natural disaster that moves along the border, you know, and mm-hmm. so it really, I'm, I'm really focusing on the uh, character and the uh, person who is Ignacio Peso uh, Hero Toro Pesado. And so really digging to his psyche, you know, and him, uh, who he is, what he stands for, who he thinks he is, and who, what he's really doing, and all this. And so, gotcha. and, and it's and it's a way of um, putting him in a different situation with a uh, a natural disaster, something that is completely in God's hands. Yeah. So you know, and so, uh, and and how it ties into the overall narrative. You know, can it, and I I think a thought just came to me, kind of um, Godzilla. You know, we talked about that. Yeah. A natural disaster. Whenever you watch Godzilla films or natural disaster films, just stick, just stick with Godzilla, right? So yeah. we have monsters. So the, the King of Monsters come in, the destruction. And you see, you know, all of the people come together. There's fear. There's concern. There's people that think they know the, an answer. They think, oh, I, this is going to solve the problem. You know, some people believe Godzilla is a good guy. Some people Godzilla is a bad guy. Um, you, you have this mix of different ideas, you know. And this natural disaster, in a way, because it is either yeah. some look some even the last film. If you haven't seen it, I'm not gonna spoil much, but just know that it's emphasized as uh, a like a, a rebirth. Let's say, let's leave it that right. way. You know that this nature is claiming itself back and yeah. is using these things, these right. these machines to to move forward. We'll say machines because it's a film. Uh, yeah. But do you think that a natural disaster would have to happen again? in order for a, a big change to have us as a people come together. I mean, you no know, media plays with it. Even the watchmen played with it. Yeah. You know, I know yeah. like that, that's a big thing, you know, even Walter, I mean, as well, like chime in. Do you think we're going to have to have an event like this, like a natural disaster or is it happening now? Aliens. We need aliens. We need aliens to come. 
Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> you know what? And then there was a conversation between Ronald yeah. Reagan and Gorbachev about you know about that issue. You know how yeah. you, how they will be united. You know, asking, hey, would you help us out if we were attacked by somebody up there? Oh yeah. And, so, and they're like, oh yeah, of course we would come and help you. You, you look look it up. It's an actual conversation. No, yeah, funny, yeah. No, and the funny no, and the funny thing is like, Antierme de Belé. Because uh -huh. I went I went down this rabbit hole watching I started watching this uh, movie on Netflix about like this kid that you know deciphers this you know code that's sent by alien UFOs. It's called UFO. It's with uh, Scully from Ed, Ed oh, Files. Oh, really? Yeah, check she, it out. she she plays a professor yeah, in yeah. that movie. And I was oh shit, it's her UFO. So I started, I watched it and I was like pretty, and then from there I went down this rabbit hole and, and can we, exactly can we, can what we I acknowledge did. that like she was hot and gorgeous and next She's always had a been hot, yeah. yeah. She She's was always like a crush. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, keep yeah. going. Always, <laughs> like, always, always, always. But um <laughs> but yeah, they they talked about how and a lot of stuff I was watching online that yeah, like a lot of them acknowledge the the fact that there's UFOs and that that would bring humanity together. But then it turns into this like very dangerous thing about the new world order, and then they'll take away your rights and everything. And I don't know, but but yeah, like it would it would take something to that scale, you know, glo something global, whether it be aliens, whether it be Godzilla. I don't know, like it, um, you know, it, you know? It, yeah. And it's unfortunately, I, I could see that realistically, I could be a either a huge solar flare that disrupts communications oh, yeah. or you that, know like EMP. There's so much shit out there that can like, yeah. I mean look at like crazy. the climate change. I mean that's a fucking cataclysmic thing that's it's gonna fucking happen. Like if things don't turn around, you know, like it's destroying parts of the world and people are fleeing it because yeah. of how things are changing. So I mean not to, yeah. to you know twist it again back to something political but i figured like it just kind of came to mind whenever i watch these films you know alien invasions the day the earth stood still you know like all these things it's like zombie apocalypse if you would like the the world like borders don't matter all that bullshit doesn't matter anymore it's all about survival you know and it's sad to think that damn it's gonna take something like that it yeah meteorite super volcano meteorite yeah you know you know uh, but moving along dude are you excited since you're a fan i'm a fan I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, my son started recently becoming a fan of Godzilla, and <laughs> yeah. uh, he is pumped. He became a fan Kong Skull Island. Oh yeah, oh, great, great movie, man. Great movie, Huge. great fun film, and thus, yeah. this is building up to Kong versus yeah. Godzilla. Walter, yeah. did you know about this? No, I'm, that's why I'm very quiet right now. I'm just listening. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I mean, yeah, like with, with Godzilla, Walter said you're not a big fan, but I mean. I mean, you like sci-fi, right? I mean, like, I mean, Godzilla's fun. It's 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 campy, like I mentioned earlier, and uh, you you all you said that the, the Godzilla has different looks and different styles. Well, right? yeah, that's the thing that I was kind of wanted yeah. to ask. Yeah, like it went through this phase where it looked like I mentioned, like really really fit. <laughs> it looked like a T Rex yeah. more than uh. You know, so I don't know what's the evolution there. Yeah, I mean, there's always been an evolution of, of suits, especially with, I mean, Agent Subaraya was the uh, special effects director um, in the uh, in the first series. Keep in mind that Godzilla, you know, being around 65 years, yeah. about 34 movies. So there's different sets of series, right? So you have the Showa series, <coughs> uh, you know, 50s, uh, 60s, 
early 70s. Mm -hmm. Then you have the Hesai, uh, late 80s, 90s, and then you have the Millennium, 2000s. Yeah. But, yeah, the suits have gone through a lot of uh, uh, alterations, and a lot of times those suits have personified Godzilla, who he was at the moment, either a uh, villain, anti-hero, a good guy. Because right now the American Godzilla, he's a good guy. He is. I mean, you yeah. can maybe yeah. they might go into him being an anti-hero for Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah. Uh, but keep in mind that Godzilla is a metaphor for uh, nuclear destruction. Oh. You know, okay. he's a metaphor for uh, the devastation of a nuclear uh, weapons. So he's walking exactly. And so right now, I would say that Chernobyl will be the right now the most Godzilla movie there is. Without Godzilla showing up, mm. oh, okay. Chernobyl. So the aftermath and the exactly. So those, those Chernobyl, which is an amazing series. Uh, yeah, very good, very good. Those that type has been what was in the original Godzilla, nineteen fifty four. You know the the side effects of Godzilla that the radiation was a bigger threat. You know, than the monster itself. Uh, and then you see some of that in uh, in Shin Godzilla in 1960 in the 2016 film, where you know it, it's more of a uh, social commentary of the uh, Fukushima nuclear yeah. disaster plan, you know, and all the uh, uh, political bureaucracy and the the I guess the red tape and the and the hiding things from the community in yeah. Japan. And so that film alone is a it plus Godzilla looks like a burnt victim. <laughs> he, like, he does. He yeah, has that, the boils and... Oh, exactly. Yeah, burnt. Yeah, and it looks like a hideous monster more than anything else. Um, What's the... You know how sci-fi and cre anything creative, you know, like you said, I think you're kind of giving me what I need, but you as a fan, you're more of a fan than I will be, but I'm still a fan of it in general. But no, I don't no. Know the lore, but my question is this then. What is it about... Godzilla, not just the nostalgia, but what is it about the message that Godzilla is is being pushed out there? Because every director has their vision, right? Mm -hmm. But the underlying story of what Godzilla and the monsters and all that are, is, it has a deeper a deeper meaning to it, right? I mean, a lot of like G fans are always talking about, hey, there's more to it. There's a fine line. There's a deeper connection to it with you know with history and and life and death. You know, what is it about Godzilla? You know, kind of your final thoughts, like that makes you keep coming back for the new one uh for me is the um it, it just you know i, I it seems there's a it's, it's that's a very complex question Sorry. <laughs> you know as i look around my i know you're like hmm. uh, uh, you know, so, and you're that, looking at instructions, man. My <laughs> toys. I mean, it's Mother Nature personified, right? Mother yeah. Nature and just the devastation of what humanity can do at the same time. Uh, there, I, I love horror movies, and so there's a great sense of horror in, in Godzilla, you know, too. That, um, and I know that if if I were to make a Godzilla movie, it would be a a uh, historical piece, like go back to 1954 and, and re. You know, I say I hate to say the remake, the 1954, but you know, with modern Rebooting. technology, it's a mixture. Yeah, but but yeah, you know, it's Mother Nature personified. Uh, you know, that that human beings are are a cancer. Why would you say that? Well, you know, just to, <laughs> the whole grand scheme of things. You know, it's it's we're just a because that's what I've, I that's what I've always seen Godzilla as. 
and I've even, I mean, like I said, I'm not, I'm very shallow in my, you know, exposure and enjoyment of anime. Like, I just recently started rewatching Zoids and watched oh, the whole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I started. Yeah. I I watched Zoids while I was at work, and it's like, damn man, it's a pretty good fucking series. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of. That's what I. To me, that's what Godzilla feels like. Just like it's out here to fucking destroy us, and even in like. I've been seeing, like been watching One Punch Man. Oh, dude, yeah, there, awesome. There's like there's that. like this there's this one character that looks like a purple pic, pic, piccolo piccolo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they just gloss over like that, and he and it's like, oh, I'm the personification of Mother Nature here to fucking get rid of you guys, and he's dead. Yeah. He kills him with one punch, right? Yeah. So that kind of like to me, that's what yeah. kind of like Godzilla represents, you know, represents yeah. and. We're a cancer. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, and like a kid growing up, man, and you see yeah. this, uh, you know, you, you're a kid, and you see this monster destroying, bigger than you, you know, just like you want to be that, you know, yeah. that monster, being the same, just that power trip as a kid, you know. And, and, and then it, you start, and it develops, and you start looking into it as you get older, like, oh, man, there's actually a message behind these movies, either environmental message or, you know, something, uh, you know, it, it's either like the nuclear message or something just can't be fun like Godzilla vs. Megalon or yeah. you know it's because I look stuff. at it as even like the most recent ones have been always really reflecting on humanity right it's always the misunderstanding of a cre- uh, of something yeah. that is pe- it's more powerful than you and it's not yeah. something more powerful than you doesn't always necessarily mean it's evil it just means that it's misunderstood and and yeah. that power can exist and there's a co- there's, there's a chance of cohesion of coexisting yeah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a, a message that I see mm-hmm. with the newer yeah. Godzillas, you know? Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Well, the Godzilla is coming out next year. I'm excited for it too, Hector. Maybe, yeah. So know. what's the info on the one it's coming out? Uh, right now, mid-March. Yeah, mid-March. Yeah. yeah uh, so you catch up, Walter. Catch up to the Godzilla. Okay. <laughs> a lot of movies. I think the, I haven't seen the last one, but I've seen all the other ones, and I've Plus, even it's, gone it's and awesome monsters fighting each yeah. other. I've even, yeah, I've even exactly. like not not recently. A while back, I dipped into watching like the campy ones you talked about, and with the what's it called, the moth, the big ass fucking oh, my, Mothra. Mothra. Yeah. yeah, and then um, do you also remember that other guy that was in the suit? Uh, Ultraman. Like a, Ultraman, yeah, yeah I was fucking it, even watching that. Yeah, movie. today recently it was announced that all the Ultraman series are actually going to be released in what? the United States. Cool. You can check it, yeah, in October, yeah. Yeah, Ultraman, remember, it was Americanized here, a version called... Ultra 7, Ultra Cube, right? Ultra Cube, but also, I, I, I'm going to go deep here, I'm yeah. my geekiness. Okay. Superhuman so. Samurai. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. Superhuman Samurai, man. It had that for a while too. So there you go. My geekiness on Ultraman, and then we talk about what is it? Mass Rider, Common Rider. Yeah, Mass Rider, Common Rider. Uh, but yeah, in the nineties there was a resurgence of Ultraman. But it was oh, yeah. one of the toys. Yeah. Was it the toys? But hey, but real like question, Hector. Like, um, yeah. so we were talking about the environmental stuff and all that stuff. So Godzilla's first, you know, when he first appears Godzilla is it in response to an environment something going on in the world at that time because like you know I do remember like the EPA and like uh, for the environment here in the United States you know in the 70s the whole environment movement was big they created like the EPA and all that stuff like 
when Godzilla came about, was it was it originally in response to anything like that, or was it just uh, you know? uh, which which Godzilla movie? Like huh? there's okay, well in Godzilla vs. Nora. 1972 there was a i mean that was a pollution monster uh-huh i mean yeah, oh. yeah okay. and it's a it's a dark flick man it's dark you need to check it out it, it's a very dark movie uh there's some it, it's dark uh <clears throat> and uh <clears throat> no but uh the 1954 the original one was uh you know was there's a lot of influence especially nuclear when uh it was a japanese fishing boat uh in reality or in real life actually went into um Across the the nuclear testing grounds and and so those the crew uh, was uh, contaminated was contaminated yeah, they, yeah. They, by nuclear and so they got sick and and, and died um, but that was a, a a incident an international incident and so that as well as uh, influences on you know King Kong too. Yeah. And, it's, it's so, cool. I mean, it's a lot yeah, going on there no, with not. film, anything creative, right? Yeah. You know, there's always some type of commentary that we talked about before. You know, we've had, you know, Javier on here, Men Muerto. We had yeah. Gonzalo on here. Yeah. And they always talk about it. Their, their work is coming from a place of some kind of commentary. Yeah, some, something always inspir- inspires something, you know, right? Like, yeah. whatever is going on in the world always inspires. Yeah. And so talking about, content. you know, Gonzalo, Javier, and, yeah. you know, our works and creating... It's that time of year again. Yes, sir. I'm excited. And Walter's coming up from Austin. Oh, And yes. people are coming yeah. in from all over. We're going talking about Texas Latino Comic Con 2019. Hector, what can we expect on July 27th in Dallas, Texas? Tell us about this year's Latino Comic Con. Oh, it's going to be great, man. We got uh, Crystal Gonzalez uh, coming up. She's our one of our guests. We have David Bowles. I saw David yeah. Bowles. Yeah, I saw the, the the post on that. I'm excited for that. And yeah, I mean, I mean just please share, share, share. Yeah, and uh, and of course Javier is coming up, and and we're actually gonna have three panels. Oh, uh, three focusing on one panel with uh, a, a the uh, the Chicanas in the scene scene like the the magazine. So yeah, uh, that's and we're gonna have uh, uh, Saint Susia over, and she's gonna be talking about that. Oh, that's cool. But the scenes in um, that scene, and also we're gonna have a uh, superhero theater. We're gonna talk about El Muerto, you know, twenty yeah. years of El Muerto. Yeah. So Javier, that's gonna be great. Uh, we're also gonna have uh, a lot of a, a panel with David Bowes, a lot of his uh, stories and, and books he has written from uh, all sorts of um, from academic all the way to uh, you know, they call me Guero, one of his books, you know, and so. A lot of these, a lot of projects he's working on, uh, as well as we're gonna have a uh, a creator comic workshop, Ooh. too for La Draza there, and also uh, for the first time ever we're gonna see, we're gonna test it out, we're gonna have a a, a loteria near the end. That's we're good. Play loteria. That's yeah. fun. That's like That's a, fun, like yeah, yeah. bingo halls do it all the time. Right, do loteria. You know, get get yeah. bring your beans. I should be on the flyer. Bring yeah, I should be on the flyer. Don't no, like crudos. they're gonna come with cans of beans. <laughs> no, no. Seco, seco, seco. Oh, no, we're excited, man, because last time we had great experience. Not only that, uh, it was my first. Well, it was, bo- both it was my first, first time one. visiting. It was yeah. both the first one. And, and that was the second annual, right? Yeah, that was yeah, the second yeah. time. This the second time. The three-year-old baby, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we had a blast. We met so we met some we met and we got to meet Lalo and talk with him a little bit. He gave us a custom little print, you know, he drew for us. <laughs> uh, nice. We met, you know, 
just like a lot of women Gonzalo there we spurred yeah. up a relationship with Gonzalo yeah that's um, where it started oh, that's yeah, it started yeah. with him you know he's actually designing a new logo for us awesome. so we're gonna see that we're gonna be debuting that here this week Oh, uh, as well as you know Javier came on the show told us about you know El Muerto or 20 years of El Muerto and his plans yeah. and you know I like the idea of the community right because it's it's allowing you to meet an artist that maybe you never thought you would have met you know yeah. it's it's free of charge it's accessible to anybody that can make the trip and you're getting you're gonna be able to talk to someone that created something you you were a fan of I way I am and to at least for a moment, share a little moment, a little relationship, and build and yeah. something there. You know, so I really, I really like that. You know, it, and that's the great thing about us, man. We, I mean, we're we're a tight community. You know, we're very supportive. You know, and you know, we always tell each other, you know, we're in this, you know, we're in it for each other. Tambien, you know, we're in it for the art, for the stories that need to be told. Uh, and it's great, man, because we just have this sense of camaraderie. You know. Between us, between the California, you know, in Texas, yeah, you know, anywhere in between, uh, between uh, Latino Comics Expo in Long Beach, Con Javier, and Ricardo Padilla, with the Texas Latino Comic Con, with myself and David Dow, and, you know, and so, and, and we have Elia Maria too, you know, she's Did she's actually good, she's going to be in Univision tomorrow uh, to talk up the show. Cool. And so it's going to be great. No, I mean, because I see that it's it's a, a place that I've noticed at least the energy around it was more so it's creative spaces for every, any medium, really, right? Because we, we talk about film today. We talked even during the last year we saw, you know, with Gato Negro and the film that, you know, they were doing. Yeah. And, of course, we're there for Comic-Con comics. And there's cosplay. There's cosplay contests. If you're into dressing up, you know, that's an option for you. Yeah. And not only that, but I think that as you open this up and gets more and more notoriety, I mean, it can open up to something beyond like more like influencers for, for video and for media, because I see like Elia's on there from you, from YouTube. She's, she has her channel and I've seen her stuff and she's out there really promoting the con as well. So I like the space and I like that it's very welcoming to anybody. And, you know, it is a, a great community. And I hope that if you are in Dallas and if you're in the area, if you're willing to take the drive, it's uh, the 27th of July, right? At right. the Latino Cultural Arts Center, right, and then Dallas, just look it up there. Yes. And uh, what are the uh, what is the uh, social media for this? Something people can follow, maybe, and kind of you know, click on and kind of follow and like and kind of help the. Yeah, the just go to uh, Facebook, Text Latino Comic Con, also on Instagram, uh, Twitter too, as well. Uh, and it's, I mean, eleven to six, a free event, gratis, totalmente. You know, we got some great sponsors. También we have uh, Dr. Pepper's going to be away drinks. We have Peña Fiel last year for free. You know, we have uh, Mucho Mas as a sponsor too. And uh, Sinistay, the guys from Fangoria, you know, they're, uh, they're next door, they're neighbors, and so they're always supportive. Well, I'm definitely excited. Me, me and Walter will be there. We'll hopefully run into you, but whenever these shows happen, man, you're like in a million places. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I'll cross my fingers to, 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 to try to host, host, you know, no, get, get, course, get, you, get yeah. you in there for a second. And maybe, All good. maybe is there any, me being a geek and the, the guy that I am, is there any hopes to find the El Peso Hero Pop figure at this year's Oh, convention? man, dude. No, so mira, que tengo una mira, mira oh, he's going to show it off. Yeah, look, look, look. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Nice. That's nice. No, I mean, these uh, I mean, they were, they're a Kickstarter reward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this game, you know, I, I committed myself. I told them, okay, I'm going to do it. You know, and I 
talk to my you know yeah and i, I made them man it's like it's they're cool i saw they're them cool. i mean they're cool, cool. but oh, yeah it, they're work <laughs> they're work to do <laughs> i bet man i bet like anything you do is work man i'm excited for you know the new yeah. book i'm excited for you know potential feature in the future and i'm of course i'm excited for comic con i'm so happy that you you know from all the you know we're friends. I know you from before this and right, yeah. you know, from you coming back from there and how you struggled and worked you worked your ass off, man, to get where you're at and to see where you are now. It's a huge, huge like oh, a great dude, feeling, I mean, man. It's, it's I mean it's you know, it's you take a day at a time, you know. It's you never give up, you show up. It's like also, you Cause know, how is that you know that you guys know each other? He like he's told me like he saw you on TV and he was like, I oh, recognize him. Oh, no, man. Way, way back before. Man. No. Way before uh, his TV days. In Long, his, yeah. Long Beach, yeah. Riverside, yeah. down in all Fort Worth. Yeah, all the way along over there in the beach and Riverside and Northside. Yeah. No, I, um, I manage a GameStop. Yeah. And I was a, a manager at GameStop as well. And yeah. I yeah. lived near his shop and we just hit it off. I yeah. would just go talk to Hector, call him on the phone. Like we would just yeah. talk to each he would other. Give you, he would give you six dollars for a for a for a, for a game instead of oh, thirty yeah, or something. Oh yeah, it was a rip off. It's a pawn shop. It's, it's a way of the system, man. Yeah, the system, a, yeah. And now, hey, look, look, look where GameStop's at now, man. They're not not, not, not what they used to be. But yeah, man. Yeah. The it's video game that. game has changed, man. You know, one day Hector, me and you, man, you know this. My primo's podcast, my primo's uh, media empire grows. Oh, and we can do our yeah. own video game podcast, man. We can we can no, dive yeah, right in, man. For that, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. All all I the way. Some people. There we go. We can make it happen, man. All make I need is serio. a microphone, some time, and yeah. and a good primo to talk to. So uh, that's right. Uh, I definitely want to want to thank you, Hector, for making the time tonight, and sí, always, always, always appreciate it. And guys, you know, make sure you do check out. Uh, El Peso Hero online, Real Bravo Comics as well. Support Primo Hector here. Uh, just spread the word. Every little bit helps. You know, every word, every sentence out there, all the work he puts into it. We appreciate it. You know, representation matters. And you're doing a, a great service, man. I really, really, really hey. appreciate it, man. No, un placer, un honor. Gracias, gracias. Yeah. You, need, you need to make a peluche de Peso Hero. Yeah, a peluche. A peluche. Yeah, man. for my kid. I'm, I'm going to buy it for my there kid. So I, I, have, I have your prints, you know, in my kid's room. So he has your prints nice. on his oh, wall. So, like, excellent. definitely, man. We keep we keep supporting. So, guys, you know, support him and support us. You know, it's just a matter of spreading the word. You know, again, we are all over social media. Don't forget to like, subscribe. You know, we're doing this on a regular basis. You know, we lax a little bit when it comes to it, but shit. He's gonna have a baby, you know, and yeah. I got my baby, and I, I got stuff going too. But we're still on here; it's still a passion project. We really enjoy doing this. We love having these conversations. And primos, as always, you know, we want to thank you for supporting us. Walter, give us some some words of wisdom, man. Give us something good, something people can take away. <laughs> I don't know, man. My, <laughs> I'm blank. Um, just busy. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just. I don't know. Life, life changes, man. Life changes. So. Life changes. So, what is what do you yeah, say on the cusp of this this new new terrain? You're gonna endeavor. Do I don't know, man. Endeavor. It's just a lot. A lot of babies. Everybody's got babies. Not only you know, baby, baby, but projects. You know, and me and Steiner trying to work on some stuff on the side, and and it's just you know, hopeful for the future and what's coming. And a lot of shit looks negative, sounds negative, but there's a lot of good stuff out there, man. So, so it's always good coming yeah, always as long good. as there's passion and people behind it. So here yeah. we are, guys. We didn't say we love you, primos. Take care, and uh, until next time.